Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, it's Lloyd Spence, and guess what? It's that time of year, my favorite time of year, March Madness. And Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, the NBA is also in full swing. College basketball is heating up as the schools make their way to the madness. Listen, the tournament is coming, and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest, as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Look, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. And guess what? You can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So go to BetOnline.ag. BetOnline. BetOnline. Your online sports book experts. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. You are now listening to Believe in the ACC with my husband, Mr. Talkin' Noise, Lloyd Spence, and our brother, Heisman Trophy and Florida State legend, Charlie Ward. And now, Lloyd and Charlie. Go get them, fellas. I, I purposely put on my March Madness gear. So I can be ready. I'm fanboying out. Uh I but then I'm also cold. It's it's unusually <laughs> cold here. It, like it's really cold at, oh, in Texas today. I don't know why. What's what's cold though? I mean, it's like 44 degrees. Get out of here. So I mean <laughs> listen, bro, that's cold. Like, you know, we won't do that. Like you saw. You know- like, as you saw earlier, we don't do this. We're not prepared. <laughs> I will for this say it is stuff. warmer than the. It is warmer than that here than it is. That's what I'm saying. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't prepared for all this freezing, whatever this is. But, but it's a good day to do our award show. So welcome to not only Believe in the ACC, but the first annual Believe in the ACC Basketball Award, sponsored by eBay and BetOnline.ag. Uh, Charlie Ward is actually on vacation. Must must deserve vacation. Oh, what a must deserve vacation! So, uh, we have our guy Kendrick Haskins here, who will be giving out awards uh, on both his own behalf and Charlie's behalf. So, (laughs) this is a combined (laughs) voting for him. Uh, But I'm excited. I'm excited. Because uh, we're so, this went very well for the football awards. Uh, we had some surprises that people didn't see coming, uh, which I suspect we may have a few of those today. And it was um, it was good. It felt good in my soul. <laughs> that's really what I'm looking for this morning, <laughs> that my soul will be gratified to give out these awards. So, Kendrick, are you ready to give out some Hardware, as they say. <laughs> as ready as I'm going to be. Right. Well, before we can give out the hardware, we got to start with the breaking news. Um, Moses Wright, Georgia right. Tech ACC Player of the Year, Georgia Tech everything, yeah. uh, out for the first tournament game. That first tournament game is against who? That's what I'm looking at. Uh, oh, uh, Loyola, Chicago. Yeah. <sighs> 
Oh, Sister Jean. Sister Jean. I was thinking, Sister Jean. You know, she got the she got the magic touch, bro. And I was I was worried about that game before he was out. And so I don't know, Georgia Tech. I don't know. Y'all might have picked a bad time to be trying to Right. Go up against divine intervention. You know what I'm saying? Like this is bad. <laughs> this is real bad. Yeah. I think I'm going with Lyola in that game. I, I think you know I what? The brackets, I may have already picked that anyway. <laughs> well, listen, I was just going to say the brackets, if you go to our page, you know, we're doing the bracket um uh tology thing for uh if you are a part of the noisemaker page, you know that we have our own uh bracketology tournament going on right now and uh also sponsored by eBay. And so if you want to come and be a part of that, all you have to do, let me move the banner here. There we go. Uh all you have to do is go to ESPN.com forward slash bracket and the noisemakers. And we have our own prize. Even though ESPN is giving their prizes, we have our own prizes that you can uh uh, win as well. So I said all that to say, Kendrick, the brackets don't close until like four o'clock. Well, no, they don't even close after the uh, playing games. They don't close until tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, you got an extra day this year. Then you got an extra day. So technically, you can pick somebody else and look like a genius. So. Well, because go- well, the thing was for me with the brackets is that Michigan State UCLA side because it's hard to pick their next game who they play against because against BYU because either one of them could beat BYU but yeah. you don't want and so you don't want to just pick that one randomly so I'm like good with holding out on that one. See, I and the, and here's the reality: I don't know enough about BYU. I know they're a six seed, but I don't know enough about them to be to just be like, well, they compete either one of them. Because right. so, my thing with Michigan State is they did play well down the stretch of the season, even though they struggled most of it. Well, if and like, go ahead, go ahead. If they, if they were to beat UCLA, I think I would pick them to beat BYU. But if UCLA is to beat Michigan State, I'm not as confident in them beating BYU. I, and as you're saying that, I'm going to look this up because if memory serves me correctly, and I think that it does, I think Michigan State beat both Illinois and Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. I think you're right. So, listen, it, and, I, and I I clearly love Illinois because I have them winning the national championship. So Me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You, don't you have to believe in the team that beat the team you picked to win it all? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, just by well, that line. Game, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picking Michigan State. Uh, I, yeah. But again, uh, it's hard. Plus, you know, at the same so time, hard, there's that's somewhat of that little bias where Michigan State's always on TV and you don't see BYU that much. So Okay, I'm sorry. Now Illinois, I say Illinois. They beat Michigan. I, and you know what? As I was saying yeah. Illinois in my head, I knew it was Michigan. I don't know why I said uh, Illinois. I, I knew <laughs> they, they got Illinois and Ohio State. That's what it was. Yeah, I knew they had gotten two of those three. I yeah, just they got two. I knew Ohio yeah. State. They got Ohio State at the end so of the day. I, I, I think I'm going to – I don't know. I'll wait. I, I'm listen. It doesn't close to tomorrow, so I got time. But, yeah, you got time. Yeah, I got time. But but uh, but the Moses Wright thing is a big deal. That's not a small deal, right? That is not a small thing. So 
I'm curious. But he's a player of the year in the conference. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. That's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that. Okay, let's jump right in, man. The, the, we should have had music. I didn't have any music. I don't know. I was I was tired, man. I don't know. I was so okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, our first, we, and by the way, let me let our listening audience know, for the basketball awards, we did something a little different. I know the football awards are all men, and we that's, you know, there's no, we didn't pick the volleyball. We just picked football. So this time we said the men's team and the women's team. So we picked both sides this time because we we are not a gender-biased show. <laughs> show love, and we have also we've shown love all season long to both the men and the women. So we want to do that for our award show as well. So, okay. With that being said, our first category, uh, set of categories actually is teams. So we start with team awards. So uh, we start with the most surprising team uh, for the men and the women. So, um, Kendrick, who you got? For the men, it's to me, it's pretty easy. It's the team that won the conference tournament, Georgia Tech. Really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that seemed, that one seemed like a no-brainer because no one saw that coming. So I got that go is very true. That is very very true. Okay, on the women's side, I'm going Virginia Tech on the women's side. Really? Now that is a it's, shocker. We all we're off the shockers already. I see. <laughs> why was Virginia Tech? Virginia Tech, I mean, think about it. They they beat NC State. Granted, NC State's best player wasn't there, but they still beat them. They still beat them. It counts. And then they was right there. They had Louisville beat at at Virginia Tech. And so, I'll, I mean, when you have the top two teams in the, in the conference on the ropes, I, I think I'll go with Virginia Tech. Who you I got? Like I like it. I like it. So my So the one thing that's interesting about these awards is that you can go – People will think that you're going positive, so to speak, but th- that's not what the category is. It says most surprising. Right. So for me, the most surprising team on the men's side was Duke. For them to, I mean, it's for Duke to be as bad as they were for so long this season, that was surprising. And I think a lot of it had to do with, I think Coach K, this is weird to say this about a Hall of Fame coach. But I think he was torn about this season all season long. And it took him a minute to kind of mentally and the team to mentally lock in and say, okay, let's go play some basketball and let's focus. Because at first, it seemed like that first couple of months, he was just like, we shouldn't even be doing this. And man, right. why are we out here? And it and never that, really seemed like Coach K was totally on board with this season. He wasn't. He kept trying to postpone it and come up with different solutions. And I think, I think that played a big part into the reason why they it took them so long to settle all the way in. But once they settled in, they played pretty well. Uh, well, offensively. Defensively, they weren't down. very good. Yeah. yeah, defensively, they weren't very good. But that was a surprise to see a Duke team uh, struggle so early in the season. And they're not in. I mean, that's shocking to me and surprising to me that they are not in this year's tournament. So that's my men. And for the women, um, I went with Florida State. I went with Florida State's women because you don't know what's going to happen when a coach is out. Right. And for them to rally and, – and for a while there, it looked like, okay, this is what happens when a coach is out. You're going to have some communication issues. You're going to have some 
uh, translation of thought issues. Like we don't get what you're trying to do as opposed to what our legend was trying to do. But eventually, man, they figured that thing out. And Charlie's not here. They may they may lose her because she's really good. We found out that she's really, really good. And I'm telling you, man, if she has a tournament, she's already proven herself that she's in right. material. But if she goes into this tournament and went and steals a couple, mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, saying. Charlie, Charlie doesn't even like you to hint at that. But I know. I, mean. I know. Well, that's why I took the liberty to do it today. <laughs> even though I probably would have done it if he was here too. I mean, <laughs> reality is, she's very good. Coach Wyckoff is very good, yes, and uh, and I'm impressed by what she's done with this team. So that was my most surprising uh, team. Let's go to our second category of the team categories. But we like the Grammys. We got all these categories. Okay, um, best offensive team. Well, on the men's side, I I went with Florida State. I mean, they yeah. they lead score team scoring team in the conference, and so yeah. it's kind of them by default. Even though you look at the national nationally, is how far down <laughs> I think they were like they wait they're like thirty something in the country, right, 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 and yet they're leading the ACC. So there's that. <laughs> that alone tells you where the ACC was this year, right? Right. Um, okay, and on the women's side, on the women's side, I was kind of debating. I think I'm I think I'm gonna be a homer with that one and go with Louisville because Louisville has so many scoring options. It's not just Dana Evans. They got so many players who can light you up from da- from downtown. And if they get hot, it's almost impossible to get to stop them when they get going. So I I'm going with uh Louisville on that one. I will echo your best offensives. I picked exactly the same way and when you look at all of the statistical categories for both teams, both the Florida State on the men's side and Louisville on the women's side, they are the clear. Now, more so in Louisville, Louisville at least their statistics uh, stack up against national statistics. So right. at least theirs look really good. On, I, well, on Florida State side, they they just – the better of, like you said, the ACC, but right, yeah, that's thirty-third in the country. Yeah, <laughs> that, it looks terrible nasty, but but at least you know uh, they look good on the on the offensive side. So yeah, I went with the same uh, Florida State Louisville combination on that. Uh, how about best defensive team? Man, well, defensive men's. I mean, Virginia by default again. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, that's one that you can pretty much just slide them in there year in and year out. I was going to say, it's almost hard to remove them from that place, right? Like, they just, right. they're just going to be there. Right. They, yeah. What about on the women's side? I think you got to go NC State. I mean, yeah. they, they, they gave up the fewest uh, points per game, fewest points, period. And so – even though they they played only twenty two games, but still, the points per game is where you look at it. On that, gotta go with NC State. Uh, once again, we have uh, matched each other's voting. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, 60.4 percent scoring, forty one percent in field goal, holding people to forty one percent or less in field goal percentage. I mean, that's that's pretty good. But they ain't just that team. They're just going. They have decided as a program. We're going to beat you defensively, right? Now, I, hopefully, that will lead to points. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, but but we're definitely going to stop you. So, 
Right. Uh, they, I wonder how much time they spend in a practice on defense. It feels like a lot. Like it feels like <laughs> forty-five minutes of an hour practice is defense. <laughs> but you know what? They know what they're doing so much. It's probably like all defense in the off season, and then as the season goes on, they probably I think so too. They probably work more on the offensive end because by by the by January, by about February, it's all just second nature to them anyway. They, you know, saying they they're not thinking anymore at that point. It's just all second nature. We had a we had a uh, and I'm sure you heard this. We had a uh, a, a, a a thought that we would always carry on our teams that I played on, and the, the theme would be let's play on a string. You know, everybody's on a string. We're moving as one, and that's Virginia. They Virginia. Yeah. If I'm going to show a, a young team what team defense looks like, I'm I'm probably going to start with Virginia. Like this is yeah, how they're the epitome of that. Yeah, yeah, they are the best at that. At, at, I get. I got to give him credit for that. If nothing else, um, most disappointing team. Well, to me, that one's obvious. It's Duke. Okay, you went with Duke? <laughs> yeah, I went with Duke there. On the women's side, I guess it shouldn't be that disappointing, just because they are, they do are breaking in a new coach. But it's still weird to see Notre Dame struggle the way they did this year. So I have to say Notre Dame. Okay, that's good. That's fair. Um, I went a different route because my surprising was Duke. Uh, I went with Louisville because I thought Louisville should have been better this year. Now, granted, they ran into a myriad of issues, uh, and and they I lost three games. <laughs> uh, they lost three games. Well, on the men's side, I'm talking about on the men's side. Oh, on the men's yeah, side, yeah, on the, the men's, men's side. side, yeah, yeah, on the men's side. Um, yeah, they just ran into a myriad of issues, and and they and they just couldn't overcome. Um, really themselves like they just really couldn't overcome themselves like i think their greatest opponent was them yeah i mean they had so many injuries i mean they they played with a full they they never played with a full roster of the whole season the whole season that yeah it was it was just weird man it was a weird weird season if, if i'm louisville i'm to be low-key i'm kind of probably glad we didn't get into the tournament so we can hit the reset button and and see and that brings me to this question. I know we, we got to go on to the, with the show. And uh, am I, oh, uh, let me give you my women's first, but I want to talk about this real quick. Uh, my women's was actually Syracuse because I almost went with Notre Dame because that's the logical choice. Because, like you said, they it's weird not it's it's as weird right. not having Notre Dame in as it is not having Duke in. Right. But I went with but Syracuse you- because I think they were projected to be higher and better, and they kind of didn't. Live up to that, so I went with Syracuse. It's kind. It was kind. And honestly, it was kind of hard for me to pick Notre Dame just because they are, they are breaking in a new coach, right? But here's, but here's what I was going to ask you about Louisville. Um, probably going to lose Carly because he's probably going to get drafted. Uh, probably going to lose David. Yeah, but but if you're Coach Mac, do you try to talk them out of it? Well, because they get the year. Yeah. Well, Carleek, you could kind of, I could kind of see it, but I don't know even there. But I mean, they got the kid from Miami coming in. Okay. Um, but he's more of a swing. It depends on how the point guard situation is showing up. I, I would, to me, I think bringing if you could get Carleek to come back, you bring him back. But I have not seen the latest mocks. On him, I know at one point he was definitely projected. I believe he was projected in the first round, late or mid to late. 
Uh, oh, David Johnson. Had, yeah, sorry, David did. Johnson. David Johnson was projected. I haven't really seen Carlito because I wonder about his size of how much they're gonna hold his size against him. See, if I'm Carlito, I would take advantage of that, man. I listen. You got the year. Stay in the program one more year. You made a lot of noise. Uh, thing is, is the, the age thing though. You know how the NBA is today. But the age, yeah. meant, you, you know, we harp on that with Charlie all the time. It's like they want somebody young, as if twenty three years old is old, right? But, <laughs> but he's such a smart player. I, and, yeah, he's a good player. He's, yeah. yeah, he's like he, he has a high basketball IQ. Yeah, he's, he's a dog. He ain't scared. You know, he'll go in against anybody. See, I can see I, I like him a lot. I just yeah. I, I just know just looking at today's NBA. No, you're he's right. A, he's a capable he's going you these days. Okay. You know. Yeah, I so. you're right hundred percent. I just um I don't know. I would really I, it'd be interesting to see if he could if he'd be willing to stay. Just one more year and work on some things, just a few things. Because I would love to see him coming off an NBA bench. I think he would be the ideal. You know what he reminds you of? He reminds you of a smarter Quinn Cook. I can see that. Not, yeah. he, I don't think he's as quick as Quinn Cook was. He's not as quick, yeah. He's not as quick. But, yeah, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, so. I think he. I think he's, his, he's if he gets to the league, he's definitely going to be. Coming off the bench, I don't oh, think yeah, he's gonna yeah, start yeah. in the no, NBA. No, no. But, but unless I'm missing something, uh, I, I yeah, I definitely see him as a as a contributor in the NBA. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, all right, our final team category: best team in the ACC regular season. I think I, I pretty much think that all three of us are gonna say Florida. I know one of us is gonna say Florida State, but I think right. all three of us will go Florida State on that one. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, and on the women's side, NC State, they won it. Uh, they, they had the most unstoppable player in the league, I think, was uh, Kunan. So I'll, okay. go, uh, I'll go with NC State. See, despite everything that has happened, despite the NC State beating them twice, I still, <laughs> go with Louisville. I still think Louisville is a team that when they have it all rolling, you can't beat them. You cannot they, beat them. And to, what's, yeah. here's what's ironic to me about them. I think regular season-wise, they're not built for that. Tournament-wise, they're perfect. They're absolutely perfect. Yeah, and, and yeah I they have that depth. We're about to find out. Yeah, I think that's what we're about to find out with them playing in this tournament. Yeah. So I agree with you there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they what kind of run they have because, man, they got all the pieces you need except for when it counts in the inside. like. If you they've got through, the players inside. They don't have the the experience inside. They don't have the experience, they're, right? They're just not. They're, they're still young inside, and so. But can that hype of and momentum of the tournament propel them to a championship this year? They, I, I think this is the best. And this is weird saying that with Asia's team, because I thought Asia's team was really good, but I think this is the best chance they have to win one. Depth-wise, depth-wise, yeah, because uh, yeah. top to bottom of the roster, this is probably his best roster. Yeah, balls had. yeah I agree with that. I, like, but like I said, I, I worry about them running into like a Kunan. Can, 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 that's can, the only – that's the X factor. Yeah, that's the X just, factor. Uh, teams that have athletic bigs that can do multiple things give them all kinds of problems. And so that's what I worry about with them. 
Um, they they're in the South Carolina. I think they're in the South Carolina region, if I'm not mistaken. Which could which is I think is the blessing. If I'm not mistaken, they're in that in that group. Hold on, let me. I have a bracket for women. I did a women's bracket. <laughs> um, yes, they are. I, I am correct. They're in South. No, I'm sorry. They're in Stanford's. See this. Let's see, it's, it's looking at their bracket. Uh, I, I'm confident they'll come. They'll get at least to the elite eight. Yes, I agree. And I, still, and I think it could be Georgia. Yeah. If it and came so, down to that, if it went chalk. Even though Georgia's got an athletic big too. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think yeah, I think that honestly, I think that bracket's gonna be chalk. I think they got the best draw they could get to get to the final four. Cause I think they would struggle against NC State. They have already proven they can, although beating a team three times is not an easy thing to do. Um, they were right there last time. Yeah, they was right there last time. Um, UConn is UConn. And South, Carolina, you what, South Carolina. UConn, Kentucky could be interesting. That could be interesting. Ryan Howard for Kentucky is really good. Especially if um, Gino's not back. He'll be back by then. I think he'll be back too. But, <laughs> but there's always a chance. There's always a chance. Okay. So that's our team awards. Now we transition over to, um, well, you know what? Individual. We're at the halfway point. Let's just take a quick break. Play a commercial. (laughs) And then we'll we'll do our uh, individual awards. Here we go. You're listening to Believe in the ACC. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Mr. Noise, and I'm trying to tell y'all what's going on with our newest sponsor, eBay. Now, whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verifies the box, logo, stitching, and a dozen of other inspection points. And each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and it also protects sellers with a verified return process and for sneaker sellers out there ebay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers 100 plus making it free to sell or flip your collection you can't beat that so go to ebay.com slash sneakers today that's ebay.com slash sneakers today it's ebay the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection tell them the noisemaker sent you All right, we are back. Kendrick Haskins, Lloyd Spence, uh, Charlie Ward is on a much-deserved vacation. But we are doing our first ever, ever in the history of this show, which, you know, says, you know, not so much because we've only been around for a little while. But still, (laughs) we're doing it. This is the first annual. It's the inaugural Believe in the ACC Basketball Award sponsored by eBay. Uh, where you can authenticate your sneakers and get some money off of that. That's 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 kind of a pretty good deal, if you ask me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sneaker game is crazy, son. Okay. Uh, 
But uh, now we're doing our awards. We're talking about the individual player awards now. We're going to start off with freshman of the year. Kendrick, who you got on? Well, I threw a curveball because I went with newcomer of the year. Ah, okay. <laughs> who are you going with? I think you know who I'm going with. I'm going with Carly Jones on that one. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Carly Jones. We're talking about in the last segment. I mean, yeah. He comes in as a grad transfer, takes over the team almost instantly. And, you know, despite Louisville not having the best season, he was by far the best part of that team. Oh, and man. With, I mean, without him, no talent. I mean, that season would could have really gone left. I so, was just about to say, I was just about to say, can you imagine this season without Carleek? Oh, my God. Right. They'd have been Duke. But they've been worse or than worse. Duke. Or worse. They've been yeah, worse than worse. Duke. Yeah. yeah, man. Jeez. Okay. They'd have been uh, the Houston Rockets. That that's not necessary. That, <laughs> that kind of kind of slanderous behavior going on right now. Jeez. It's only slander if it's not true. <laughs> we got man, we gotta talk about that on the five, man. We gotta bring you back on the five to talk about. Jeez. Can there be a bigger train wreck than the city of Houston right now? It is. That thing is just Ooh, oh man. Anyway, um, who's who'd you go for the women? Uh, women, uh, freshman of the year, I went with Haley Van Lith. Okay, she came in with a ton of expectations and lived up to them. Great three point shooter. You still haven't seen all that she has in her bag, trust me. <laughs> but uh, she, I mean, she's a guard, she gets it, she'll, she'll get in there and rebound. That's one of the things that impressed me about her because she came in with all these uh, offensive accolades, and but she's not a prima donna. She's hard nosed. She'll get in there, she'll mix it up, and like I said, she's deadly from three. She had her struggles about midway through the season. She went through a bit of a slump, but all, overall, I have to go with Haley Benlit. You can see the potential. You can see yeah. that at some point, this is this is going to translate into something really, really special. So. Uh, I think that's a solid pick. I actually went with the freshman side of this. <coughs> uh, I went with the young Scotty Barnes at Florida State, who had an amazing season. And dare I say, uh, had he not been amazing, dare I say, Florida State season would have been quite interesting. I think they were still good. Uh, they were still so, good. Yeah, they were still good. But Scotty added a little bit of something I think they were hoping for, and he met the expectations. So. Yeah. Uh, I'll give Scotty the nod on that. And then, of course, the actual ACC freshman of the year, I went a little bit chalk here with Camilla Cardosa, simply because if she doesn't play well, Syracuse has no shot. Right. Zero shot. To <laughs> right. Uh, right. So she kind of she kind of saved their season. I so. like her size. I think she she's yeah. she's exactly the type. Like I said, she gave a little problem. She's see, exactly – the kind of player that's going to – she's going to get – she's going to cause matchup issues in the tournament. She is. She is. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how they do in the tournament because I think all season long, I think we've not necessarily seen her freshmanness, but I think we're about to see her freshmanness in the Well, in the I, I, you know what? I don't. I think they're really? – I think their biggest issues, they don't give her the ball enough. Well, I don't know. <laughs> now, that's very true. That is, I think that's what's going to end up might be in their downfall is they don't give her the ball enough. But I, but I guess where where I look at that on the opposite side of that, and that's speaking as a big, 
you got to demand it. And as you're older, you know that. When you're younger, you're trying, you don't want to make waves. And you know, right, you're trying to fit I, in. Yeah, you're team. trying to fit in. So I wonder what, what will she demand the ball? Because there are times when I'm looking at her play and I'm going, girl, ask for it. Make them give you the ball. He's you too know, good to, to disappear on, yeah, on the offense. Yeah, because they go as she goes. Right. And if she's if she's humming, then they they got they they're gonna be a problem. But, but a lot of that, yeah. that, that a lot of that still falls on your guards, though. Yeah, it falls on yeah. your guards. If yeah, you know that if you go as she goes, even if she's not demanding the ball, you got you got to push her. You got to push her at that point. Well, I, and I and that's true. But I'll just say this from experience. Sometimes you have to remind the guards in a very subtle way. <laughs> right. I mean, it's a give and take. You don't it's a give and take. Ball. But... You don't pass the ball. You know, you got to put that tight teeth thing in there, you know. Uh, <laughs> I've had to have that conversation a few times. Um, so, anyway, so, yeah, that, that was my pick on uh, freshman of the year. Let's go to offensive player of the year. I'm going to go with pro- – I think I may be going a little bit off the board, but I'm not sure. Okay. But – I'm going with a person who impressed me the most every time I saw him play, even though the team struggled, and that's Matthew Hurt. Ken Art, that's not a bad pick. I, I, go ahead. I like that kid. I like that kid's NBA prospects. He's a big. Oh he yeah. Move. He can shoot. I mean, he man, that guy can shoot. I, I I like Matthew Hurt a lot. I had to go with Matthew Hurt. Okay, that's a good that's a good choice. Uh, what? Well, I I, I dare I say. This should be obvious, but I don't know. You may you may shock me. Let's see if you shock me on the women's side. You know where I'm going. <laughs> okay. All right. So we both agree that Dana Evans is by far. Dana away. Evans is by far the offensive player. Of the <laughs> so okay. So I was thinking that I was like, he may shock me. I don't know. I actually <laughs> went with chalk on this. I thought Moses was the most consistent in the ACC. Um you know, everybody else was kind of up and down, but Moses was the most consistent, and he really started to show up in the second half of the season. So yeah. I went with the chalk on that. So I got to give the young man uh, his props on that one. So, all right. Uh, before we do defensive, I said most improved. Who is the most improved? Hmm. You know what? It's – it's not crazy to say Moses right. It's not crazy. It's not crazy if you look at the numbers. It is not crazy. <laughs> I think that's where I'm going. I'm going to go with Moses. You going with Moses, Moses on that one? All right. So that's on the men's side. What about on the women's side? Uh, That's a tough one. Because, like, I, if you can't tell, I'm a big fan, fan of Kunan. Okay. And, like, I thought she played well last year. I think she took that next step this season. I thought so, too. Yeah. I'm going with her. So, so you and I on the women's side are in complete lockstep. I thought she – last year she was a college player. This year she started to look like a low second-round WNBA player. I don't even think low second round. You don't think low second round? See, I – there's a couple of things that I'd like to see her do better, but but I don't know what the rest of the draft is going to look like either. So, right. but but I I think she's I like her I like her a lot. She's definitely going to play in the league. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, and I don't think I would have said that last year. Right, like I said, I think she 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 just took that next step. Yeah, 
and her development. But I also carrying teams. Right. Yeah. And you know, one another player I, I don't want to forget is I- Ivana Rocker for Wake Forest. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think she still has I think she still has another step that she can take. Okay. Now my I men's uh most improved is different though. I actually went with Isaiah Wong. Okay. From Miami. Even though Miami yeah. didn't have the grades of season, but Miami was tough at home though. I think Miami was tough at home. Long. Got slammed with COVID a little bit because, you know, Florida don't care. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the stat that's going to shock you. Last year, as a freshman, young man averaged 7.7 points a game. This year, as a sophomore, 17 points a game. That's the fine, that's the fine as a leap. That That is a leap. And so <laughs> if, he, if he stays on this trajectory – not only are we not look, are we not are we may possibly looking at a future ACC player of the year, we may be looking at a first rounder. Like yeah. he's really starting to come into his own as a player, and I think the game is slowing down for him. So uh, I like the young man. I think he's he's, he's on the right track. They just got to get him some help. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. got to get him some help. He's out there trying to do it all by himself. So uh Isaiah Wong was my most improved what about defensive player of the year I can go first if you like there Kendrick yeah don't you go ahead Um, I actually went with Jose Alvarado from Georgia Tech Uh, yeah yeah I was debating between him and somebody else go ahead yeah that was to me Georgia Tech is another one of those teams that I thought kind of rested their hat on the defensive side of the ball this year, and, I, and it was the right choice, by the way. It, it but they, but they do it differently. But they do Virginia. it differently, though. It's not like Virginia. I, don't, I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't say their complete team defense is great, but they got enough defensive components that are great. And Jose is probably Jose and Moses are at the center of that. But I think Jose uh, is about as good as anybody. So I went with Jose on the men's side, and then on uh, the women's side, I went. Georgia Tech again, uh, Lorella Kubaj. Yeah, I love her. I love her. We've talked about her before. Yeah. I am a huge fan of hers, and uh, I think she, I think she's the perfect role player, and she may end up stumbling into the WNBA as well, just because she's such a presence. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a feeling if she continues. If she has a good tournament, it could be interesting. So I'm 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 a big fan of hers. I agree with you on the women's side. On the men's side, I like I love Alvarado. He yeah. he he because he, he gets in the passing lanes. He's he's just an irritant. He's an irritant. Ball yeah. up the floor. Kind of on that on that part of it, he kind of reminds me of like the Peyton Siva and Russ Smith uh type of guards who who's just in your jersey all game long and driving right. you crazy. But right. But, I went with Jay Huff for defensive player. Oh, okay. Because right. it's, it's, and it's not a thing. Because what he does on defense is not necessarily something that you, you can find in the stats. It's because they don't really take a stat for changing shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And, and just just flat out just being hard to score on. And it's, so uh, I debated between those two, but I went with Jay Huff. That's a solid, 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 solid pick. Okay, Kendrick, our very first ever believe in the ACC All First Team ACC team. Who are your starting men's five? 
This one's this one's tough. It is tough. I thought it was tough too. At the guard, I gotta go with Carly. Okay. Uh, at one guard, let's see. This I, I ain't gonna lie. This is the one I didn't always get to. <laughs> I'm gonna go in the backcourt. I'll go with Carly, and I go with Alvarado just because I mean defensively, he's he's so good. Okay, that's fair. Um, in the middle, of course, is Moses Wright. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go Buddy Beheim. Oh wow, Buddy Beheim. Okay, is because again, he's so versatile. My my. The thing I'm arguing with myself with him is between Buddy Beheim and Sam Heiser, but I'm uh, I'm going with Buddy Beheim, and then I go Matt Hurt. Matt no, Hurt. yeah, Matt Hurt. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna switch that. I'm gonna take out Beheim, put in Matt Hurt, and then put in uh, Jay Huff. Jay Huff. Okay. All right. Solid five, sir. Uh, I actually didn't go completely position. I just picked five players that I thought needed to be on the first team. So I went with Carleek. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with Matthew Hurt. Mm-hmm. I went with Moses Wright, the obvious choice there. Right. Uh, and then I went with the freshman, Scotty Barnes. He made the squad. And then I went with the most improved, Isaiah Wong. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So that's my five on the men's side. What about on the women's side, Kendrick? Women's side, Dana, of course. Alyssa, of course. Um, I gave I, I shout her out early. Uh, Ivana Rocca. Okay, yeah. Um, after that, I try not to be a homer. Be a homer. <laughs> be a homer. It's okay, especially if they deserve it. Well, the thing is, is it's hard to say if she deserves. Of course, I'm talking about Haley Van Lith, but the thing with Haley, though, she had a couple of games where, you know, she had some four-point games in there. <laughs> so, uh, I do like uh, Aisha Shepard from Virginia Tech. Ooh, curveball. Okay. Yeah. You know, I've been, you know, I've been big on Virginia Tech, even though they're kind of up and down. Yeah. I really like Virginia Tech. Okay. And, uh, and, of course, uh, Camila Cardoso. I'll put her first thing. Camila Cardoso. Okay. Uh, so three of those, or we 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 have the same, Dana, Elisa, and Camilla. Uh, my only two uh, switch-ups are, well, no, I think four of those we had, because you had Jakia, right? Mm-hmm. Jakia Brown, so four. My, so my only switch-up was Lorella Kubaj. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I thought I just thought she's had a really good solid um year, and so I put her in there on the first team with the first team group. Are right, do you have any surprises as it relates to coach of the year? I I doubt it. I mean, I, I'm going with Jeff Walls. Oh, you went with Jeff? Oh, wow. Yeah, just because okay. I mean, because I mean they. They lost two games. They really only lost three games. <laughs> right. So, right. 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 Okay. Uh, and on the women's side, well, for me, I I went with Josh Pastner because I I'm shocked. That yeah, they, Josh, oh, Josh Pastner on the men's side. Yeah, for me definitely. Oh, you on the women's side? Okay, let's go back to the women's side. Well, with the women, yeah, they lost three games, but they, I I gave the nod to the person that beat them, so I gave it to Westmore. I mean, it's between um, those two. Huh? 
It's between those two. Yeah, it was only it was a two man race for sure. Uh, so I gave it to Westmore. Yeah, on the men's side, I gave it to Josh Pastner. Yeah, I agree with you on that. One. I agree with you on yeah. that because again, I mean, it's one of those things you coming. you didn't see it coming. You look in hindsight when you look <laughs> look at how they played and you look at their players. It's like, well, how do we not see it coming? But uh, it, it was Georgia Tech still team that has something to prove. And, and they had that. They had that. Those two bad losses early in the season. So you kind of like, you kind of just basically stop paying attention to children. Right. That's very. That's very true. Losses. And so I think that's that's why. But yeah, I like Georgia Tech. I like oh, Jazz Pass. Okay, so here comes the first ever believe in the ACC MVP award, and the winner for the men's side. As it relates to Kendrick Hassan slash Charlie Ward, <laughs> who you got? I, I mean, this got to be the player of the year, right? Moses Wright. I'd be Moses Wright. I agree, hundred uh, percent. Where do you see him being drafted if he comes out, or do you see him being drafted if he comes out? I think he gets drafted. He's um, a little bit undersized mm-hmm. for what for the way he plays. Um, he kind of remind he reminds me a little bit of Tobias Harris. Okay, so I, I he's a, I mean he's a first round pick. I just I just wonder my one just his style of play. I wonder how much that that'll be held against him. Mid to late, mid to late, yeah, mid to late. That's what I see too. Uh, I obviously went with Moses Wright. Uh, I love him. I just I think he's a I think he's a he could be another one of those great role players that comes off the comes off the bench and you're just like man we stole one here he'll uh, be great he'll be great in a small ball offense yeah well you know what's funny i thought about golden state i was thinking like man if Golden state could get a moses right that's not a bad and then he and then there's a couple of people i might trade out if i got a moses right because yeah um, you trade out draymond no no you don't do that that's dumb I mean, I mean, essentially, you're getting a similar player, and it's younger. But I like I like having two Draymonds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like having a Draymond. I mean, you have two head. Draymonds, though. Well, you can. <laughs> I mean, you might need a referee to, to, to <laughs> team, but you can. You know. Um, and then, of course, the obvious choice for me in the women's side was Dana. I don't. I don't know if anybody honestly, in the country, other than the young lady from UConn, Paige, I think is her name, yeah. uh, have had a better season than Dana. I, I feel like Dana's going to win. I feel player like she's going to win player of the year, but I don't know. I wonder how much that bad ACC tournament's going to strike. Yeah, that, it, it did not go well. But but I have a feeling she's going to rebound and, and play well in the, in the tournament. Uh, but anyway, I, I overall I think Dana has just been magnificent. Yeah. Uh, I think Dana has probably played herself into a top five pick. Uh, I've heard her mention as the number one pick. Well, I you know, listen, strange things happen. See, the, the thing that that makes me pause on that is because of the tournament. Like I've seen, you know, you've seen. Uh, we come into the tournament, all of a sudden this one player just has this other world thing, and then the next thing you know, that's the top player. So, But barring, barring a collapse of monumental proportions, 
I think Dana is – I will agree with you. I think Dana's the number one pick in the draft. Uh, and she's just amazing. I, I really am impressed with her growth and what she has become as a player. Yeah, and, and, they, and she has a great attitude. She's obviously a great leader on that team. They love her. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I, I, I mean, you can't say enough good, a good, enough good things about Dana Evans. Yeah, I, I uh, she reminds me of a young lady – but but better player though, better overall player. Odyssey, remember Odyssey Sims? Yeah, yeah. She reminds me kind of Odyssey Sims, but but quicker, uh, quicker got strong, but but not, not as strong. But has a better. She has a better jumper. She has a much better jumper, but that aggression, that that go yeah. dog. She's got that same dog that Odyssey had. I used to Odyssey love is a little. I think Odyssey, Odyssey had a little bit more size on her. Oh, Odyssey had a lot more size than Dana. Yeah, so. Odyssey, if you ever seen her, she's a much bigger girl than you or stronger. She's a stronger right. woman than you realize. Like, yo, you kind of a right. strong girl, you know. But uh, but I like what Dana represents. I think she's gonna be magnificent. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. Our first ever believe in the ACC awards. I thought it was magnificent. It 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 there were there were twists, there were turns. There were uh, okay. There were a lot of twists and turns, but there were a couple of little twists and turns in there, uh, and and I think it was good. I think it was really really good. Uh, are you excited about the tournament, man? It starts tonight. I am excited about the tournament. You know, I'm here in this area, everybody's all down and depressed and all that stuff, but I'm excited about it. You know, you you getting the uh, the, you know, the requisite. Oh, I'm not gonna watch. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm totally gonna watch. Everybody, yeah. listen. Everybody sucks. It's just what it is. <laughs> All right. There's nothing you can do about that. It, so, so you know, it's, it's you know, there's a lot of craziness amongst fan bases. Louisville fans, Louisville fans blaming Mitch Barnhart for Louisville not making the tournament. <laughs> I've heard that a couple of times. I'm going. Mitch Barnhart had nothing to do with you getting blown out by. If anybody, if anybody, if you've been around Mitch Barnhart for five minutes, you know he's not that type of person. He's actually <laughs> one of the nicest human beings on earth. <laughs> right. If, if, we're just, if we're being completely transparent, he's like yeah. one of the nicest people on earth. He's um, nice and easygoing guys there. Yeah. He's not going to sit there and just purposely <laughs> keep U of L out of the tournament. Yeah, no. U of L did. U of L did that work all on their own. Yes, uh, yes. Just as Kentucky did that work all on their own. Just as Indiana <laughs> did all that work all on their own. They didn't. They needed no assistance whatsoever. So then you hear hearing from the IU fans, but Brad Stevens and it's, that's not going to happen. Why are they talking <laughs> about that? That's not going to happen. Why would he? Why would Brad? You know, the only reason Brad Stevens would leave Boston is if. Indiana is finally ready to bring out the Brinks truck, which they've traditionally proven that they're not willing to do. I don't, I don't know if they have the money to bring out the Brinks that's truck. The unless part. Mark Cuban writes another check, right? But but the, here the other thing is that that they're, they're not going to wait until June to hire a coach. No, Boston's, I mean Boston's a playoff team. I mean they're not going to wait. Not that only long. Is Boston a playoff team, Boston is a solid has a solid championship opportunity. Like, if they they have the components. I don't know if they can push it over the top, but on the defensive side of the ball, I'd take Boston against anybody. They, I mean, they could definitely get to the Eastern Conference semifinals. Yes, they could get to the oh. semis. And, you know, if KD doesn't make it back, which I'm starting to believe 
that that is a possibility because I think that hamstring is far worse than they're talking about, then 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 it's wide open. I don't know. They're and, like what? They're like what? Fourteen and two without them? <laughs> it's something crazy like that. Are, but, but that's but that's regular season ball. You and I right. both know. Right. Man, them, them them rims get tighter, and that short shrink that that short shrinks that court shrinks yeah. in playoff basketball. And so I think Boston, it from a defensive side, of the ball is as good as anybody. So I, Brad Stevens would be a prime idiot if he would leave that team to go coach Indiana. Oh, the only way I can see him to see that happening is if he either fired or the handwriting is on the wall. Which he is starting to get a lot of criticism now. Well, so. he is, but 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 unjustifiably so, in my opinion, because I think there, I think this is where Danny Ainge has 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 lived off of the reputation, and it's it. He's, I don't think he has done the great job that people are saying that he has done. I think he stumbled into some great picks, but uh, the Kimba Walker thing has not worked. It hadn't worked mainly though because Kimba's been hurt. And but, then, but, but that's who Kim is. After the chemistry of the team, I don't know how much is is rebound rebounded since the whole Kyrie thing. Well, that yes, I would one hundred percent agree with that. One hundred percent. By the way, we we didn't do this early in the week because we did the mashup on Monday, but I'd like to do it tonight today. Uh, we our non ACC question or uh, issue. Mine is this. And it happened last night. I love the PJ Tucker trade. I love. Oh yeah, it. I did too. I think I that too. is a massive, massive get for Milwaukee. And dare I say, I think this puts them squarely back in the conversation. If PJ Tucker can be PJ Tucker on this team, that is on both sides of the ball. That is a huge. Huge. Oh yeah, I'm standing there making those corner threes. I mean that that takes that. I mean he's either gonna have a wide open corner three or somebody's or somebody's gonna have to try to guard Giannis one on one. But also, I think it frees them up on the defensive side of the ball. It frees up a, a few because now you can put PJ on a James Harden or at least to slow down maybe a little bit of Kyrie. Uh, you know, or to help with some Joel and B. Like you got right. so many different options that you can use PJ for with his size, with his strength, with his quickness. Man, that's a big man. I gotta give I gotta give the Bucks a lot of credit to pull the trigger on that one. That was that's now he's that, another one. He's another one, another comp to Moses Wright, too. Yeah. If, Wright, yeah. if he can develop that jump shot. But other than not other than shooting, he's a lot like PJ Tucker. I would love to see Moses Wright become another P.J. Tucker. If he could do that, he could have a long, successful NBA career. But I, I thought that was a great move. And then the other move that I'm hearing about, uh, or no, I, did it happen? Or they, or they, I heard it discussed. I like the Trevor Ariza for Myers Leonard in Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm feeling that. Don't yeah, sleep on Miami. Right, cause they they've gotten it together now. They've gotten over their COVID issues, and They're, Jimmy Butler's back. Oh, Jimmy Butler! Like Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's back. Yeah, been, yeah, he's back. he's playing as good a ball as he's ever played in his career. Yeah, he's back, yeah. back. Going yeah. into uh, Trevor Reason on the defensive side of the ball because there's they 
something wasn't clicking for them defensively this year like it was last year. Well, think about this. And and this is not for regular season primarily, but it's more so for um for the playoffs. They're gonna have Jimmy Butler, Trevor Reza, and Andre Godala out there <laughs> on the seeing, perimeter. Seeing the same thing on defense. Mm-hmm. Talk about having four great head coaches to help the defensive side of the ball. That is that is a massive pickup just for communication and IQ purposes. Uh, I think you're going to see that whole team defensively take a step up. So I, I love I love those moves, and I'm excited to see what the counter moves uh, are for the rest of the team because we still got Andre Drummond out there. There's still a lot of rumors about some other players out there. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they pull off in the NBA. So I had to throw I, that I mean, in. I, would say, I, I mean, I would think Andre Drummond would be a perfect fit for Brooklyn, but I don't think Brooklyn has anything to trade to get him. No, I, I thought think, he was a better trade for them. I thought he was a better fit for them than Blake Griffin was. Well, I don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think he's going to get traded. I think Cleveland is crazy to think everybody knows you got to buy him out. Right, everybody knows it. So why would I? Why would I trade you for him? Why wouldn't I just wait for the buyout and just a team, a team, a team looking to make that that final push? I mean, I can see the Celtics going after. Him. Ooh, that'd be a big that'd be a big gift for them. I mean, he could be, be, a, he, could be he could he could be that piece that somebody needs. He's, I tell you what, I tell you what, if the Celtics get him, because like I said, I fully expect him to be bought out. If the Celtics were able to get him, you got to put them at one, two, three conversation now, because that's yeah. that's a big get, and and because just on the defensive side of the ball, that they are he makes them built for a playoff run. I mean, Brooklyn. I mean, because then you see Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philly. Right I now, think, that's that's exactly how I'd have it. And then uh, maybe maybe yeah. Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Then then Miami. Yeah, for sure. Then Boston. Yeah. Then what? The Pacers. Pacers yeah. could use Andre Drummond too, but I don't think yeah. he's going to be that. I don't think I don't think they're at a point to where he could be the piece to take them over the top. No, I don't think they're there yet. No, I tell you for for short and long term, who also would love or would be good for them to get him would be uh, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. My God, my first of all, shout out to Lamelo Ball for uh, um, making the haters eat their words. <laughs> my God, the boy can play. He can play. Jeez, he matured. He can play. I think he, he go, him getting away. I think helped him in his maturity. Got him, away, got him away from his daddy tremendously. And so not even his dad that, barking the whole time. That's amazing. Yeah, because he like he he just his demeanor doesn't even seem like the same kid because he was kind of a jerk on the floor well, when he was still in high school. Well, he's gotten healed from all of that because he looks like not only a solid NBA player, but man, this kid looks like he's going to be an All Star for many many years to come. Like, right. uh, I. And can you, shout out to Michael Jordan for getting it right finally. It only took him what kind 15, of fell in his 10 lap. years. Huh? Kind of fell in his lap. Well, but I'm but but I'm giving credit for everything, like the Terry Rozier thing, because that was a gamble with 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 uh Kemba and Terry Rozier, but that seemed yeah. to be working out tremendously. The the Gordon Haywood thing I thought was crazy. I thought that was, I, thought was they, I, I wonder. The common denominator with Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward 
is Michael Jordan and Danny Ainge's relationship. Well, <laughs> just like Danny, Ainge, the common denominator for the big three was Danny Ainge's boys and Kevin McHale. Do you do you, <laughs> do you do you think Danny Ainge has been gave gave Michael Jordan a copy of uh, GMs for Dummies, the book, <laughs> and now all of a sudden I, he's like turned all around. I, I I think he they he helped out because well, the thing was. Uh, he Danny, Ainge, Danny Ainge loved Terry Rozier. I don't think Danny Ainge really wanted to get rid of Terry. I don't think Rozier. he did either. And so I, I don't think he wanted to pay him either. I was, uh, well, I don't think he could pay him with I mean, he, all the all the players in front of him. Right. So I think Danny Ainge probably really helped sell Terry Rozier to Michael Jordan. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, help help. Jordan realized, you know what I'm saying, that, hey, you have a player here. And I wondered how that was going to work. I said, how's LaMelo Ball and, and Terry Rozier going to play together? But, man, it looks like, God, they look potentially like they're going to be the best backcourt not named Kyrie and James Harden in the in the Eastern Conference. They might already be that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they look outstanding, man. I, I love what they do on both sides of the ball. On both sides of the ball. So, you know, I don't know how this turned into the five, but, you know, it was a good conversation. <laughs> it was a good conversation. All right, guys, enjoy the tournament. We'll be back on Monday to talk about everything. The tournament will actually still be going on on Monday. I think the, the, the last set of games end on Monday. Uh, which is women's weird. Game, and a lot of the women's games. Are and so the women's games in. will be going on Monday. So we'll be, on Monday. Yeah, so we will be we will be – talking about these games in real time on on next monday when we do this live on facebook and youtube uh and then you'll hear it on wherever podcasts can be heard on tuesday again if you get an opportunity today uh please go on to our esp tournament challenge uh bracket group it's called the noisemakers uh and that's all we have uh, us also sponsored by ebay go over there and um sign up to be a part of it should be a lot of fun. It's always listen. All this stuff is fun. You got as good a chance to win as anybody. <laughs> listen, don't nobody know what they're doing. No, the experts yeah. don't know what they're doing. We all guessing. So just guess with us. Right, you can win some prizes. <laughs> there you go. So have a great day. We'll see you guys uh, on Monday. Uh, and happy, uh, happy March Madness. You have been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward and Lloyd Spence. You can tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on the Believe Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere podcasts can be heard. You can also watch Charlie and Lloyd on Facebook, on the Noisemakers page, and on YouTube, on the Noise Media YouTube channel. Please like subscribe and follow on all our platforms and we will keep taking you inside the ACC. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.